Beloved beings of earth, things, timelines, minds, hearts, intentions, and humanity itself is shifting and expanding. You may have noticed that you feel more connected to streams of love, strength, bravery, freedom, confidence, innovation, collaboration, peace, joy, bliss, inspiration, and perhaps the stream of grace and the stream that connects us to the source of all that is. Beyond time, beyond space, beyond any of our limitations, there is the source that knows you and I intimately and reveals purpose to us in perfect and divine timing. So let me reflect to you now. You are right on time. I too have shifted into another form myself, perhaps more of my dragon coming through, and also my multidimensional human grounded into the core of Gaia Pachamama. And from this place, from this home frequency, I am connected to all that is inherently divine and can share Queen Prophecies podcast. Are you coming along for the ride? As the silver river of grace, I intend for the floods of cosmic remembrance to rain down into your throat chakra to align you with your truth codes, your true soul timing, and an authenticity to bless the golden ages of this planet, planet Earth. Through the transmissions, shares, and frequencies of this new season, may the frequency of divine truth assist in the upgrades and activations of all at this precise moment on earth. Sit back and enjoy the frequencies. Welcome to my ocean frequency and wave on the internet here at Queen Prophecies podcast. Today I am sharing some pieces of me that have been some of the most vulnerable experiences and heartbreaks of my life in just the past three years actually and you know what it's time it's time to speak these pieces that have been and feel like they will continue to block me and serve as fear spaces and triggers to my crystalline being if i don't just speak it out of my throat and high heart and out of my womb space and out of all of my energetic centers because oh this podcast this episode you're about to get into it's not like the others it's not like the others there's some Blockages happening right now, <laughs> trying to uh, motor their way up and down my street, which is really funny because the blocks ain't gonna 
shut me down, ain't gonna shut me up. I'm here, this is my space on the internet. And I am just your muse for today, okay? I'm just your muse. And you know what? One of my most potent guides and ascended master of my heart, Musa or Moshe, better known to some as Moses, um, he reminds me every day that I am that I am. I am that I am. And there are some portions of this podcast in which I also reference and channel the physical and emotional pain of a point on the planet that has been lit up recently through events. And that is the great point of Palestine, the Holy Land. Now I am telling you in advance because there is a call that will vibrate in the hearts of many of you listening. For the heart beings and rose dragons and rosa drakainas to live fearlessly in this incarnation for that is the greatest gift you can give right now to transmute earth's pain in the middle east this is the throat chakra of our planet the levant the middle east sinai jerusalem Galilee, Syria, Lebanon, so many places in the Holy Land are begging for your awareness right now. In your heart, your awareness in your heart of your own pain and your own connections to these lands from this lifetime, from your bloodlines, or from many other lifetimes, past, present, parallel, and future. And remember, um, we're all in this because we know we have already won. So let's just witness each other, hold each other, hold each other accountable, and sink into this time-space continuum. We're going to go on a journey. I am absolutely releasing this episode out of order because the universe says so. It's episode 37 and it's early, but it's right on time. And it needs to go out into the collective consciousness airwaves with this current solar eclipse, aka the dragon portal. So enjoy this episode and transmission. I'm sending lots of rose incense frequencies your way from my heart to yours. Enjoy this powerful singing voice, which is a passage from the Song of Songs. Mm-hmm. 
planet Venus, our love planet, our uh, higher version of Earth or our sister of Earth, our future Earth, some say, also known as the planet of love and union and grace of the divine feminine. Well, Venus is aligned uh, conjunct with royal star Regulus, which is our heart of the lion in the constellation of Leo. So we have a very, very, very exciting, a bit juicy and gushy, maybe. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I mean, there might be tears, there might be like just like yummy uh, kind of moments. But I'm going to be as raw as I possibly can be in this moment to share on this day also of the dragon. You know me, you know my Mayan connections. Today is a dragon day. Today is Khan, 11 Khan to be exact. And if you know about the Mayan calendar, you know that there are cycles of 13 days. Every single cycle will 
um, take you through a journey. So we are almost peaking at the 13, but we are at 11. The energies are high. The energies are strong. The dragon codes are here within and without. And also our eclipses, our next set of eclipses for 2023 are approaching a few days away. Dragon portals. Um, so whenever you tune into this, just know that all of these energies are working outside of time and space. So it's absolutely perfect when this episode reaches you. It's exactly for you when you decide and when the universe decides that it is for you. Remember, we time travel on this podcast and uh, let's get into this. Let's just kind of sell into our space, get cozy, get a candle, get some incense going. I don't have a candle, but I have beautiful hand-rolled rose incense burning now in and around the podcast mic, the laptop, my heart space, across the altar of oracle cards and crystals that I've chosen, as well as oils that I've chosen to bring into the space. We'll see what wants to flow, what frequency medicine wants to be offered. And yes, whenever you are ready, maybe even a cup of cacao, maybe even a juicy rose connection um, cup of cacao. So if you know that in my dragon work, I work very deeply with the medicine of Ish Cacao, which is master plant teacher and dragon spirit. And I work uh, very, very profoundly with the frequency of rose. Not only the frequency of the essential oil of rose, but also with the rose codes that for me come from Venus herself. Venus the consciousness, Venus the collective, Venus the planet. However you feel to tap into all that we can tap into when we take our awareness to Venus. So I'm going to read something to you that I wrote earlier this year that I feel will tie in beautifully to just open up the space and open up the storytelling portion of this podcast. All dragon stories on earth begin with a dragon's egg. And although I am sharing this beautiful green opal crystal frequency, this crystal from Madagascar that I purchased in England back in 2021, the dragon egg that sparked this need in me to discover my dragon within is a physical egg stone in Glastonbury on the land sacred site some people know of in the very sacred grid point that is Glastonbury or Avalon the heart chakra of Gaia some will say 
I met the stone on my second journey to Glastonbury when I bought a one-way ticket to England during the apocalypse, I mean the pandemic. I offered tobacco prayers and my essence, my presence and my awareness to the stone. And I called it the cosmic egg, even though that's not the name that was introduced to me. It's not the name that was used commonly in Glastonbury. And I felt like my arrival to this precise place triggered a series of events as it was written. Maktub. When we trust our knowing, when we hear a name, a title, a message, and it contradicts someone else or some other tradition or what the locals know or say or tell of, or what the books say, or what the teachers say. We feed the light of our dragon within. So I'm going to repeat that. When we trust our knowing, even though it contradicts what others say, believe, feel, blah, 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 we feed the light of our dragon within. The sacred site revealed to me its true nature a site of connection between the cosmic origins of dragons and their rightful place on earth right now, the dragons in human form being activated to serve not only this planet, but the entire cosmos. I share this with you because crystals will come into our life and they may also leave us. They may break, they may be asked to be gifted to someone or asked to be left as an offering to the land, the water, or to a ceremonial space or a sacred site. They may ask to be gridded, meaning you intentionally create a grid in a distinct place in the world that lights up with your intention and serves as an access point for you to easily connect with the site once you are gone from anywhere for the purpose of the highest good. This beautiful green opal crystal egg that I am referring to was with me in Ireland earlier this year and it broke into many, many pieces as she slipped out of my hands and rolled to hit the rocks at the waterfront in Dingle Peninsula, in Dingle Town actually. I was sitting on the Dingle Marina where I would connect with the water and the crisp air. Actually, it was fucking freezing back in January and February in Ireland here. But this was my spot. This was my place to connect, to ground, to be my dragon, at least initially. And I was in a state of shock when this happened when this crystal rolled out of my hand this egg this dragon's egg when it rolled out of my hand and was smashed to smithereens but you know what i was only in a state of shock for a few breaths and then i knew that this part of the story was complete the avalon of england part of my story was quite literally declared complete 
as the crystal eggs pieces returned to the land and the sea. So that's the portion that I wanted to read to open up this podcast. And now I'm going to give a little bit of backstory and a little bit more uh, channeling about what the dragon egg and the crystal egg or the cosmic egg means for us at this precise moment in time. Um, first of all, Avalon was and still is a very, very powerful part of the planet. Some call it Glastonbury, some call it Avalon. I have shared many pieces about this part of the grid, the heart chakra as some call it, the um, place of like hippies and witches and wizards and lots of people flowing in and out very much in that kind of like fluid never really anchoring hardly grounding they're probably not allowed to stay in Glastonbury because the energies are so so potent and strong and they know how to challenge us exactly where we need to be challenged Think of the heart chakra. Think of your heart space. How has your heart been challenged in this life? I can take a bet that I can make a bet that your heart was challenged by heartbreak. Heartbreak of any sort. I'm talking about heartbreak of friends heartbreak of partners, heartbreak of family members, any situation in which you were forced to reevaluate what love is, what love truly is to you, what the frequency of love in its purest state is for us on this planet and also in the cosmos, in the greater grand spiral. And when that heartbreak happens, when we start to crack, when we start to feel all the feelings that were maybe so tightly fitted and tucked away and maybe even propped up in this space in our body, in our heart chakra. And with the divine timing of life's events you could no longer uphold those pieces you could no longer have those cracks just um just there ignored you know like the crack in the wall but then it's um where the ceiling is and your ceiling could collapse if you don't address that crack that's getting bigger and louder and more visible. So where I'm going with this is Avalon is the place on the planet Glastonbury serving as the physical part of the heart chakra of Gaia. Avalon serving as the more mystical, more astral, more a higher dimensional realm of the heart chakra of the planet. 
but they work in tandem with each other and they work in tandem with us depending on what we are able to tap into, what we're able to receive and perceive. Depending on whether the veil is thin, whether the veil is thick for us when we arrive to Avalon or Glastonbury um, or somewhere in between, you know, maybe there's no veil. Maybe there is a very thin veil for you. Maybe there's a very thick veil and you're completely in the illusion and the delusion. And I'm going to share a little bit about my illusions and delusions when I got to Avalon. I'm not sure if I'm going to go as detailed as I can, but I will say as much as is necessary to round out the story to round out the frequencies that want to be shared. I don't mind putting my past pain out there in the open on the internet for everybody to tap into. I really don't. As long as it serves the collective healing, as long as it serves the progress of the dragons, of the star seeds, of the heart beings, of the lion hearted. I'm willing and I'm here. So let's do this. Avalon, Avalon, Avalon. Okay, so many people go to this part of the world with the illusion or the intention or a mixture of both that they are going to meet their soulmate, that they are going to meet their partner, or that they're going to have a massive transformation in this physical place on the land with the dragon lines, with the dragon sights, with the stones, with the towers, with the waters here, the springs, the sacred springs. And even the chapels, the sacred churches and chapels that are all around Glastonbury, the chapel of Magdalene, Mary Magdalene, the chapel that's connected to Joseph of Arimathea, these figures from Israel and Palestine, these figures connected to none other than Yeshua, the Christ, Jesus. So there's something for everyone here. There is absolutely the opportunity to dive as deep, as profoundly as you are willing to in this part of the world. The work that I did in Avalon personally to fix, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but that's the word that wanted to come out. And I'm also well aware that my throat is a little bit uh, it's not fully clear. It's kind of raspy. It's kind of perhaps it will clear as <clears throat> as more is revealed as I open my throat, as I open my heart and my high heart to get this out, to just say this out loud already. There's something for everyone in Avalon, but it is a place of trickery. It is a place of fear factor it is a place of um hiding for a lot of dark disturbed and demonic humans and also other entities and beings and egregores 
that live in other realms, but they pierce the veil in this part of the world, in this grid. Um, and they mainly work through sites and people. So they don't have access to you if you're not open, if you don't have the open third eye, if you don't have the open chakras, if you're not seeking it, if you're not on some level a match for that frequency, for that knowing, for that revelation. And when I went to Avalon, completely open-hearted, completely in my power, after having spent probably the most epic year of my life in Peru, and then the final few weeks of 2020 in Mount Shasta in California in the sacred root chakra of the planet. Um, I was all charged up. I was completely heart open. I was aching for community. I was aching for my soul family. I was aching to start the work with others in the healing realms to offer myself, to offer my gifts. And I was also aching for a beloved, for my beloved, for my match. And that openness, that aching, left a little bit of room for desperation through the vulnerability factor. When you are vulnerable, it just means that you're all there. You're, you're there. You're there to see how the mystery will unfold. And for the most part, you have faith in yourself that no matter what occurs, that you can move through it. That you are the hero of your story, that you are the one that gets to experience the highest of highs as long as you know that that often comes with the lowest of lows as well in the realms of duality in the realms of polarity that's just how it goes the highs and the lows the peaks and the valleys the spine of the dragon and then the spaces in between the spine, the head of the dragon, the tail of the dragon. So I went to Avalon, vulnerable, ready for anything, excited, wholeheartedly just ready to dive into this holy rapture with the land and the frequencies of the heart chakra. And I invited some people into my life that I met there very early on in the journey that distracted me, led me astray, hurt me, betrayed each other first and then me kind of towards the end. And I left there, I left there um, broken twice, twice. Uh, heartbroken, um, very, very, very much wanting to crawl back into some shell or some eggshell or some hole in the ground to just see how I could transform 
how I could deal with everything that I had experienced and all the illusion and all of the trickery and fuckery, really. When I thought, man, if I take all of these high frequencies from Peru and Mount Shasta in Peru, for instance, I was in many sacred sites and including Lake Titicaca, the sacral chakra of our planet, the biggest lake in South America, the continent of South America. I thought all of those frequencies coming to share and exchange with Glastonbury, the heart chakra, would just blast open my path. Full steam ahead, full support from the universe to be living my mission, to be living in service, to be with a beloved by my side, doing beautiful, beautiful work and offerings and ceremonies and all of it. And guess what? It didn't go that way. It didn't happen that way. It happened in the way that somehow I chose was right for me. Um, unknowingly though, you know, like you go into it so open and so loving and then... Um, I'm just going to breathe here for a second. See what the heart wants to say. Okay, I'm being shown the Vesica Pisces because this is really important. In our seeking love or in our exploration of that dance of like, is there somebody that complements my soul? Is there somebody to ride this lifetime with for the long haul? You know, to have children with, to really be that other half, you know, or that other whole, I should say, that gives you um, the two as opposed to the, well, the two becomes the one anyways, but that gives you the two instead of the one initially. So, okay, let me explain. In Spanish, there is the saying that your soulmate is your media naranja which means you're half orange. And that means that you're half the orange and your soulmate or your beloved or your partner or your twin flame is the other half of the orange and together you make one orange. That's a thing, like that's what people call their soulmate in Spain. La media naranja. But in the Vesica Pisces, the esoteric symbol that represents divine union and hiros gamos and alchemy of two becoming one, there are two full circles. So you could say there are two oranges or there are two rings or there are two spheres. And then they merge together, but they do not completely overlap each other they merge in perfect divine sacred geometry to create a space in between which is a portal which is looks like a fish looks like a yoni an opening a crack perhaps in, um, in the frequencies of these beings two full 
souls, two full powerful beings that become one because they create new life, they create new things, they birth things into this reality through their union, through their alchemy, the joining of their energies, the joining of their stories, the joining of all that they are. But they're never so lost in each other that they just become one sphere. They're always two spheres, but they become one when they conceive something new, if that makes sense. Take it has take it as um, you know like a little um, download. It might not be that easy to understand on a podcast. Perhaps you need to do a little Google search, Vesica Pisces, and then you could see the symbols visually and understand what I'm saying. A little bit better. And then maybe you want to go a little bit deeper and look up Hiros Gamos and go a little bit deeper and look up um, inner alchemy, which becomes outer alchemy, which becomes divine union. So the point of me bringing this up is that I somehow was in Avalon at a time where, although more than anything, I wanted this beloved to show up physically on my path and say, I'm ready for you. I wasn't ready for this person. I wasn't my full self. I was probably a media naranja. I was probably half an orange, missing the other half like I had left it behind in all these other parts of the world from all these other lifetimes and there was still more to collect there was still more to piece back together in me and avalon gave me the opportunity to be like okay well there are still other pieces of me quote unquote missing right that i need to retrieve from other places spaces and times so I started doing that work. I started having sessions where I could regress and tap into previous lifetimes where there was heartbreak, where there was these really strong bonds and attachments to souls who had manifested as previous partners in this life for me. Like the last relationship that I had for, that lasted two years that person, that soul, and my soul had journeyed so many freaking lifetimes together. No wonder when you break up after two years or however long, if this is something that's relevant to you and you just know that the, the unraveling or the detaching from that person and that story is complex. It doesn't happen overnight doesn't happen with the flick of a you know switch it takes time it takes attention it takes care especially if you are attempting to break patterns to dissolve and alchemize the parts of you that you don't want to take into a future relationship or the long haul one that I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the soul, the twin flame, the soul partner, the Yanantin, as they say in Peru, which means the complementary opposite, the beloved, 
again, the one that you want with you on the journey. I'm talking about the freaking long haul journey. Perhaps even the journey shooting out of this realm when you both die and you're like, that's it, we're done. We merge back with source. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Although I don't know what my future is and I don't know what my soul wants to do after this life. I'm just putting it out there that that would be freaking amazing. Um, so yes, I came to Avalon. I saw that pieces of me were missing. I manifested friends who I called soul family very, very quickly after meeting them, who I dove into codependent tendencies and dynamics and lived with them and spent all the freaking day and time and night together and all of it and it got murky and it got messy and it got entangled and pretty soon I realized what the f am I doing this isn't me this isn't my plan I don't want to be in England forever Glastonbury is not my forever place I don't really care about the things that these people in my life at that time were saying were what they were building what they envisioned what they wanted in england those were not the things that i wanted those were the things that I, similar there were like echoes of what they were saying that i felt resonance within my soul that i wanted in other parts of the world that I wanted to experience in the Americas, that I wanted to experience in Europe, in the Mediterranean, these things that I still foresee, pieces that I foresee for my future, but not in the way that they were uh, trying to manifest. They were trying to manifest this mystery, everything was about mystery schools and like teaching from these books about fairies and black man i mean like i'm not even going to get into it i'm not even going to get into it it's not worth talking about but the point is that it wasn't a match the values didn't match the vision wasn't the same vision and slowly the cracks in the ceiling started getting bigger and wider and the shadows started getting more visible and more felt energetically in my dream state, in my reality, things started going wrong. I lost my job. I lost my source of income while I was in England. If you know anything about England, it's bloody expensive. I started to have my clients go down, even though I was building this, you know, foundational, foundationally building Dragon's Love Cacao and offering cacao and oracle and all of these things a lot of stuff started to go wrong because when the soul is not in alignment things will go wrong when you're trying to force a situation or when you don't realize when the timer goes off and it's like time to go you're late for the next you know bus you're let you're late for the next flight out of england or wherever in your life this is taking place for you or has taken place for you in your reality you realize that things will go awry chaos will start becoming the norm if you don't 
listen to the soul and the gut and the heart. The soul, the gut, and the heart. The gut is the belly. The gut is the lion and the lioness saying, gut check. Are these people your soul family? Is this your forever place? Do you want to build a mystery school? Do you want to be living with these people for the next few years when you really can't stand being in the same room with them, making breakfast or dinner or anything anymore? You don't trust them around your things. You don't trust them around your crystals. You don't trust them around your cacao. Like Your ancestors are coming in louder and stronger and saying get out go to guatemala go to the lands of cacao go back to california i mean how many other pieces had to show up for me to say i'm gonna let this go i'm gonna surrender i guess i'm bringing all of this stuff up because it's still in me every time i think and i feel like i've truly put this to rest like i've truly closed that chapter in some way i haven't because i haven't fully spoken about it because i haven't spoken about the amount of heartbreak that's possible to feel in the period of a year or a few months when you start to see all of your dreams, um, all of your savings, all of your potential to live in Europe like disappearing because you aligned yourself with the wrong people. When you aligned yourself with the shiny, outwardly um, looked like they had it together look like you were on a similar path people but they were extremely masked they were putting up a front they were again tricksters and liars tricksters and liars and they didn't know themselves they didn't know themselves at all and i knew myself and that's what makes me the most like stop in my tracks and go over it sometimes over and over and over again i fucking knew myself when i got to avalon like how could i let myself get so far away from myself that i could be manipulated and just thrown into a spiral like thrown into a spiral and yet all of this was by design because the spiral is one of the greatest teachers if you can spiral down and make your way back up you fucking made it like you are a master being if you can spiral down a path with people that literally just want to tear you apart use you tear you apart discard you whenever they're done with you um move on to the next victim i'm talking about narcissists i'm talking about almost soulless beings like really they've been 
so master manipulated by other demonic forces already and i'm sorry but since childhood these people have been infiltrated groomed to grow up to be in their 20s and 30s as blood-sucking vampire beings completely misleading and misguiding people that actually just want to heal and actually just are on their path and actually know themselves um and yet the path of the dragon is a path of remembering it is a path of going back to the heart it is a path of never forgetting the light within and always going towards the light without because if you're in the darkness the only thing that will save you is remembering the crack in the ground the crack in the earth as that plant or that bud seed starts pushing through the dirt creating a little speck a little space where the light can come in and then you remember ah i was always meant to be above ground i didn't want to be down here forever i couldn't possibly that's not what i came here for in this life and so what i'm offering you is an opportunity to just take a moment and pat yourself on the back if you've ever been in the spiral the spiral downward the downward spiral some call it the dark night of the soul some call it the underworld journey like you call it whatever you want <laughs> you you know what i'm talking about when i say the downward spiral the fucking tower moment and the death card and the devil card all wrapped in one for those of you who understand the tarot archetypes those three energies mixed into one is pretty much the downward spiral that i'm referring to and pat yourself on the back if you made your way back up the fact that you are on solid ground once again the fact that your heart was always beating for the light the fact that your heart was always beating with that drive of we came here for more for more love for more compassion for more empathy even towards the people the narcissists the blood suckers the the downtrodden <laughs> the ones that unfortunately they're they're on a path of destruction and chaos um and a lot of it is covered up by glamour a lot of it is covered up by stories right they're the victim right they're the ones that people have tricked and hurt and harmed and broken and you know uh-uh don't fall for that don't fall for that that's how they suck you back or that's how the next narcissist type will suck you into their story don't fall for that anymore you know what i'm talking about if you've gotten this far and so let's go back to the egg 
Let's go back to the dragon egg. That's how we started this podcast. The dragon egg is a symbol of transformation. Because the story arc of a dragon or a dragon being or someone that resonates with the transformational energy that dragons provide, the transformational energy that this planet is also going through right now through her dragon lines, through her energy lines and her grids, her sacred sites, her Amazon forests, her rainforests, her deserts, you know, her countrysides, her coastal lands, like all of the transformational energy that is being poured into this planet through our sun is what is creating this transformational like gut check in us. Your gut, your intuition, your belly knows that without you being in um, in tandem, in connection, in communication with your mother and host planet that is Gaia Pachamama, you wouldn't be able to go where she's going. And if you want to know where she's going, then stay on the path. Stay on the path of transformation. Rise. 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 Rise through the spiral. Keep moving through the labyrinth. Keep going after your dreams. You are the hero of this story. You are the hero of your story. And guess what? If this were a film, the hero gets it, right? The hero gets the girl. The heroine gets the guy. There usually um, is a whole set of parameters of what is received when the hero has finally gone through the gauntlet the the lows the transformation the betrayal the heartbreak all of those things and if they don't give up they get it all they get the gold they get the golden timeline and so i'm saying this to you because your egg is cracking once again you are the dragon inside of the egg so when that egg cracked back in march for me february it could have been february or march we're now in october so many many months ago it represented a new layer of emerging like new level of okay do you want to accept the fact that you're a baby dragon again in the egg and what you're going to be shown is a trajectory now of how to grow once again into your dragon full dragon being how to grow your wings how to take those first steps where you're unsure and you don't know how to breathe fire yet and your voice is like cracky like my voice was a little while ago in the podcast because you're trying to find your voice you're trying to find your place you're trying to find your stance and you're just a baby dragon who've who's at least been brave enough to crack the egg 
Some people will just stay in the egg. Right? It's cozy in here. It's warm. I'll just stay here. It's easy. I have everything I need. A warm and cozy eggshell. I don't need to emerge. But you know that you need to emerge. And so you have. This is why you're connected to the work that I'm sharing. Because you know in your core that you came here to be big and bold and perhaps challenging to others and perhaps inspiring to others, right? Because we always think like, my energy is big and it challenges people, but what if it challenges them to be the next, you know, co-pilot on your journey? You just didn't, you just didn't, pay that much attention to what was happening with them being inspired by your transformations and now they've transformed and now they're right there with you and they're going to be with you for a portion or for the long haul, right? Collaborating with you, sharing with you, creating with you, just loving and enjoying and living alongside you. So don't always think that we challenge people and it's a bad thing. Now we will challenge people who will not rise to the occasion. We will challenge people that want to stay in the egg, that want to stay in the dark, that want to stay in the shadow. And that want to stay in the ego. And it's not your job to bring them out. You challenge them and you keep on going. You keep on the path because... If you stopped for every person you challenged, you'd be back down in the spiral, the downward spiral in the underworld. And that's just the truth. Um, okay. So where am I feeling to go with this? This was and is a podcast, podcast, <laughs> a podcast. But it sounded like I said kiss. Okay, so yes, let's let's move to, let's move to the lovey like intentional rapture, all that good stuff I said at the beginning that hasn't fully been anchored yet. This is gonna be a long podcast. Bear with me. Listen to it in two pieces if you need to. But I want to bring this forth. I want to be the one that's just not afraid put myself out there in this way a lot of people are afraid of talking about partners divine union twin flames the journey of the heart especially in this new age kind of trickery and fuckery that i was talking about earlier a lot of people are suffering while they are seeking the one, while they are seeking the yanantin, the counterpart, the complementary opposite, the beloved. And what I've actually been shown this year alone has been massive in the revelations of how not to seek the beloved. It's been transformational to not be seeking the beloved. It's almost like my channels my chakras are not even really tuned into his channel right now because earlier in the year when i was working very deeply with cacao 
um, guiding the journey with women, which was the journey of the dragon, which in the culmination weeks, we work with the Rosa Dracaina, which is the rose dragon, which is the emergence of this full heart dragon power and presence and embodiment and yet i was working with cacao so deeply and also i incorporated sacred mushrooms and this led me to experience and open myself once again to communication from my beloved wherever he is whoever he is and I received a lot of messages that were very confusing it was like I was being told by him where he was in the world while I was in Ireland and then at the same time I was being shown um, pieces about our future what we're gonna bring through in terms of children all these things and I was like I felt so excited and overwhelmed and confused again because I'll tell you why because I didn't want to have expectations again of oh he's gonna arrive I didn't want to have that expectation I didn't want to go back into that headspace where I was that desperate seeking vulnerable person that then got really really hurt like I just said that whole year in Avalon the beloved never showed up but other people filled that void that codependent situation and I don't want to get hurt again so I really came out of those deep plant medicine ceremonies and times and cycles at the beginning of the year and I said you know what I need to work on me I need to see which cracks are still mine which which pieces in my life haven't I fulfilled that I would actually like to have ready to go when he does arrive so I've started focusing on my passions I've started focusing again earlier earlier this year on my creations on my containers on my one-on-one -on -one work with women with grid workers with people that needed and wanted to be supported by oracle by cacao i fully dove into creating videos for youtube for putting things out there even on this podcast that i was afraid to put out before because i was wondering will they receive this piece of me because this season of queen prophecies has been very different than the previous seasons Maybe you've witnessed, maybe you've felt it. I'm not the warrior anymore. I'm not the warrior anymore. I laid down my sword. Avalon told me when I arrived, I saw in visions, here's the sword. I was given the sword by a dragon in a vision there. And it was the sword of truth. It was the sword of cutting through cutting through to the matter cutting through to the core cutting again the heart open to experience what needed to be experienced and to really help me put my voice out there start the podcast in 2021 
and be on my journey. Be in that labyrinth, be in that spiral of life. But I've laid down the sword now in the sense that I'm not fighting for what I want. I'm flowing towards what is mine. What is for me? Who is for me? I'm not fighting for love. I'm opening to love. I am waiting is not the right word. I want to say um, floating. <laughs> I'm floating in the waters of the mother and looking up to father, son, Taita Inti, Ra, receiving, receiving the codes, receiving the love inside, inside all of my cells, inside all of my DNA, my being, my chakras, my systems, all of them. And for that reason, I have just this past few weeks been led on an amazing, amazing journey of remembering that my strongest codes for love come from Yeshua and Magdalene, the divine, divine union of these beings that are very, very, very close to my heart and very close to the hearts of many of this earth's leaders, future leaders, future heart leaders, future dragons, full-grown full dragons, right? No longer in the egg, no longer the baby, like I can't fly dragon, the full-blown dragons. And I'm feeling called to open up this desert rose oil to really bring in the frequencies of Palestine, the Holy Land. Sorry, I'm hitting the mic. <laughs> because I always rub the oil with my hands as I'm ready to pour the oil. That heats up the oil, that creates some friction. Some of your energy is already being brought into the oil the bottle at least and now i'm rubbing my hands together with the oil and i'm sending the oil through time and space as the helicopter outside creates some noise it's okay we're working with the perfectly and divinely timed frequency of union, of divine union, of Hiros Gamos, of the Vesica Pisces. And we have this beautiful desert rose essential oil that is from France, from Provence. And it is such a high frequency oil, I cannot even recommend it enough. I might put a link in 
the description of this podcast of this oil brand because it has changed my life this oil particularly has changed my life been working with it for about a year and a half and i'm not the same sad seeking desperate woman that i was last last year probably last year too the year before when i arrived in avalon 2021 i'm not that i'm not her she was beautiful in her time she was vulnerable she was wild she was probably horny i don't know i'm not her <laughs> yeshua and magdalene isis and osiris beautiful mother mary and yosef all these beautiful unions have been in my field have come back to me as remembrance because when these beings unite on the planet in true divine union with the heart as the biggest point of connection i'm not just talking about like warm bodies i'm talking about the souls coming together in that vesica pisces but in the heart space in the heart chakra in the heart portal anything is possible and they leave codes behind long after they are gone that eventually gets seeded into future beings future humans those of us that will incarnate here again and again and again in other parts of the world with our own unique soul stories karma and all of it and what i love is that my intuitive gut and heart knowing took me to palestine twice already in my life um once back in 2017 for about i think i was there about 11 days the first time and then again in 2019 where i was there nearly three months right after coming out of a month-long pilgrimage in egypt and the frequencies of palestine are with me now when i say palestine i mean the holy land i mean all the way from lebanon to syria to what we know of as northern egypt and also israel and also palestine so i'm talking about this whole region that is much more than just you know what's on the map now it was a vast region and it is seeded with codes of love with codes of the high heart and the vesica pisces and divine union it is a place that is hard to get to you have to be brave enough to go there you have to be called to want to go there right we're told all the time there's 
danger, they're warring nations, you know, at any point, this or that can happen. And when you are called by Yeshua or Magdalene or both, or by the version of you that is connected to those lands from another lifetime or just from the knowing that there is something seated there that you must connect with there is memory but there is also possibility so if you've never been there in a past life but you know that your connection in the future is to that place perhaps there's something you can do there in the future as we continue to anchor love into the grid and bring transformation to those holy lands making them more not only more safe but more loving more um, united united peaceful truly truly holy not just holy in the books and the religions but holy in the essence of we are all children of God, we're all children of creation, and we all have great purpose here. And what I'm feeling with this share is please just take a moment of silence with me because that land is hurting, it's seeded with so much love, and it is hurting because the people there are hurting, the people in those lands are being manipulated and they're stubborn and some of them are very closed and the ones that are open are very vulnerable so there's this whole conundrum happening there right now and some of you will be called to go to the holy land after you listen to this podcast get excited okay and contact me if you need any connections or advice or just a prayer or well wishes um, a part of me I feel has never left those lands from many 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 other lifetimes a part of me is still in the Judean desert a part of me is still in Mount Sinai a part of me is still in Jericho Bethlehem Nazareth Akko Jerusalem Many, many, many places in the Holy Land. Need us. Need the dragons. Ooh, she's... She's fucking sad. Ooh. don't fight just don't fight it if you feel what I'm feeling let it just let it flow because it helps there's a lot of bitter energy there's a lot of sadness but there's a lot of bitter resentment energy the energy of needing to be right. There's a lot of ego. Hatred. 
manipulation, like misguided hatred, misguided thoughts and thought forms and pain forms and actions. So let's just free ourselves, our own hearts, our own timelines that know those lands and know those painful timelines. I guess this transmission is turning out to be grid work, of course. If you're still here, thank you. This planet needs you, needs you to be of service in any way that you know and even in the ways that you don't know that you are serving. And believe me, when Palestine regains the power of love in the way that I envision it in my lifetime, I'll see you there. <laughs> I will see you dragons there. And I will take you and we will go together and we will light up the grid there in all of the most sacred sites of those lands. Just know that Mary Magdalene, Mother Mary, Joseph of Arimathea, Salome, Yeshua, all these beautiful, beautiful beings, Sarah, Tamar, may be reaching out to you. They're present right here, right now. They may be calling you, calling for your heart to be braver, to follow what your gut is telling you, even if it's scary, even if you don't understand it, even if it's still part of the mystery. There are some major olive codes, one of the most powerful trees, oils, foods, the olive that comes from the olive tree, the branch. Think of it, the olive branch is the branch that represents peace. But the olive tree itself is a tree of abundance. So the branch represents peace, but the entire tree represents golden, prosperous life and abundance and unity and joy and celebration. So some of you are going to be activating yourselves before you go there. If you have an intention to go there, you better start working with olive oil. Start taking it on your tongue. Start anointing yourself as I did before this podcast started. I anointed myself with olive oil on my third eye. I created a cross, a perfect cross, like an even cross. And a vesica Pisces on my heart with the olive oil. So trust yourself, the olive piece will land as it needs to. And you are brave. You are brave if you answer this heart knowing and this gut gut check, this gut call. And the reason you are still listening to this and you are getting excited about going to Israel and Palestine and 
Lebanon and Syria and the Holy Lands is because you went through all of that heartache that I was talking about. You went down the spiral into the darkness. You stayed in the labyrinth fighting all of the battles, fighting all of the monsters, all the demons, all the shadows. And you kept going and you kept going and you kept trying to find the exit and the light. And this is your blessing. This is your divine blessing. This is your gift. It's to elevate. It's to elevate the earth with the dragon heart, with the Rosa Drakaina energy. And the Rosa Drakaina as a woman or the rose dragon as a man is the energy that will change the physical grid of that part of this world. So this is just coming in now. If you are working with the Rosa Drakaina or the rose dragon in you, you are affecting the Middle East. You are changing the timelines for the better. You are making it in conjunction with all of the other dragons, including me. You are making it so that this planet can see that part of the world in the energy of the olive tree. Prosperous, abundant, in celebration, in love, in joy, in ecstasy, in rapture, and in peace. So, where do we go from here? Trust yourself. Trust your guides. Trust Yeshua and Magdalene if you connect through your dragon heart to these higher dimensional beings, to these master teachers, to these codes of union and love, these dragons, these teachers who have never stopped working with humanity, but they won't work with you if you are stuck in your ego phase. They won't work with you or with anybody stuck in their ego phase to this degree. They may knock on your door and just try to remind you to get over that and get out of that. But once they put you on the path of service, it's because you have obliterated, you've alchemized, you've integrated the healthy part of your ego into your greater being. And that's why they are offering you this opportunity. Some of you are going to be going and you don't even know it's going to be just paid for. It's just going to be an invitation and somebody else wants you. They want your energy with them in Israel and Palestine and the Holy Land or Egypt or these places. So keep your heart pure. Know what intention you will be traveling over there with and keep it high, you guys. Like, remember the light. Remember the light within and remember the light <laughs> um, that is always available to us, even if we are underground or in that dragon egg trying to make our way out trying to make our way up 
trying to make our way through. Please know that you're very, 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 very loved and supported. And this is where I'm going to close it with a few taps of the tuning forks. frequency of I am that I am the Moses code the code of the red earth is with you surrounding your heart surrounding your sacral and your throat because you're you're going with the dragon fire to these lands you're gonna light up the hearts of others with your energy and your voice some of you will be singing some of you will be speaking truth codes union codes love true love frequencies don't doubt it for a minute i'm with you always always here for the dragons always here for the radical and revolutionary beautiful beings that are on my wave of resonance thank you for receiving me in a very unexpected turn of a podcast holy moly i don't even need to know how they planned this one Sending you rose codes straight to your heart from my lion heart. May you swim in the frequencies of Venus and Regulus, as well as our sun and our planet Gaia. And so.